What's up, Vikings? Welcome back to another episode of Vikings Talk. I'm your host, Jeanette Lem. And I'm your host, Veronica Towers. So you guys ready for the holidays? I know. Did you see that uh, President Biden spared two turkeys? Yeah, the pardon. Yeah. Did you, did you see their names? Um, I did, but I don't remember. It was chocolate and chip. Oh, yeah. Chocolate and chip. <laughs> so cute. cute. And one of them was like talking back to him. Yeah. Love that. That was cute. Anyway, let's get into our stories. So for our first story, Veronica, go ahead. So we're going to do a quick recap of a recap. The last time we spoke, we mentioned the election. Uh, We still don't have definite results, but people have conceded, so it's over. And this is for the election of our Board of Trustees representative. So it's going to be Virginia Baxter and Sunny Zia that were running for re-election. And both of them have won their seat back. Right, which was expected. Yeah. Um, So sorry to Juan Cepedo Rizzo and to uh, Marianne Case. Yeah, the the QAnon conspiracies didn't seem to work. Yeah. Sorry. Try again next time. And then another recap of a recap. We mentioned the memorial that was taking place on campus at LAC for Professor Wendy Koenig. That took place November 10th. Um, students, faculty, friends, and family of the professor all came to pay their respects. Uh, it was a really nice, beautiful event. Some people even attended through Zoom. There was a student, one of her students, all the way from Ireland, mm-hmm. who tuned in on Zoom to be yeah. there. So that was really sweet. Um, some of the students went up and ro- uh, read some letters, one of them saying, you were the light and the love that I so desperately needed. Thank you so much for everything. So I know everyone in there was crying. Yeah, she had a crazy impact on her students. Yeah, I mean, I feel like as an instructor, as a professor, that's kind of always the goal, you know, to make to leave that impact. Yeah, and I know that at the ceremony they had a table like of her stuff, like things that Mm -hmm. she had at her desk, and people were just welcome to go ahead and take an item from the desk and oh, take Mm -hmm. yeah to remember her by. So that was really nice. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, then after the memorial, everyone went outside. They celebrated her life. They had music, food, drinks. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Moving on to our next topic. I was talking to Patrick Shane. He is the director of instrumental jazz studies here at Long Beach City College. And he was talking about how the music department here is really focused on performing arts, but not too much recording arts. So he uh, was thinking about bringing back uh, the recording arts class. We did used to have it here at Long Beach City College, but um, it did go away for a couple of years. So um, they want to teach students basically how to write songs, compose music, and alter recorded music with different technology. Whoa, they're getting y'all in the studio. Yeah. Sick. That's really interesting. And yeah, we do focus more on performing here. Yeah, which I mean, like we have a great program for performing arts and everything. But, you know, for students who like really want to get into the music industry, they will have more options with that recording arts class. Like they can gain more skills than just like, you know, performing um, and playing an instrument. Yeah, awesome. Okay, let's hop on to our next section for lifestyle. So this week in lifestyle, we had a jewelry and metal work course. That's a two-year program that's offered here at LBCC, LAC campus in the K building. All I know is that this class is in high demand. It's a two-year program, as I mentioned. 
not only is it like the actual physical work of making jewelry or playing with metal, it actually gives, um, well, students have reported that it actually gives skills into professionalism and entrepreneurship. So mm. people who want to open up like a small business, selling their little jewelry yeah. or anything like that, they're welcome to, you know, develop those skills during that course as well. Yeah, and I heard that they just got a bunch of money to get, like, all the machinery in there. Oh. Yeah, so all the machinery in there is, like, brand new and stuff. Nice. So they've recently partnered with the Art Society of SoCal to bring in artists to speak to the students enrolled in the course. And then as well as to, like, offer the opportunity to sell some of their work. So if, you know, you're in that course, you make a really pretty necklace they're willing to put that into one of their local shops to sell for you. Nice. It's mm-hmm. nice to see that the college is expanding, like, their cur- yeah. curriculum and courses and stuff. Yeah, because it's not just, like, I mean, the academia portion of it, the regular majors, but there's also all of these, like, what are they called? Like, vocational? Trades, vocational trades. Um, so I think it's really important to highlight those as well. Yeah, definitely. All right, hopping on to our next story. There was a rollerblading competition in Long Beach. So um, it was presented by Skate Dojo, um, and they called their competition Game of Skate. So it was sponsored by Habitat of Humanity and State Farm, and it was hosted at Michael K. Green Park, formerly known, or actually more commonly known as Ghetto Park. Ghetto Park. Yeah. So all <laughs> um, our Long Beach locals want to yeah. know what's up. Yeah, but uh, they are trying to erase that stigma, though, because it looks like Michael K. Green was actually a skater who was killed because he was thought to be affiliated with a gang. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Oh. So um, they're trying to... <laughs> They're trying to erase that stigma. Um, We're trying to get rid of uh, Ghetto Park. We're trying to stay away from Ghetto Park. Okay. From calling it Ghetto Park. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the winner of that competition won a $500 Visa gift card. There was some LBCC alums um, who participated in that competition. And if you go to our website, lbccviking.com, and you look at that story, there's a lot of great art for that. There's, like, people who are, like, doing handstands on a ramp. Um, people who are like you know doing crazy flips in the air and all that good stuff so go ahead and check out that art I could never (laughs) me either (laughs) hand-eye coordination not there I need like two people to hold each of my hands (laughs) like the little rails that the kids have when they're learning oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) they look like little old people yes (laughs) fun yeah and definitely check it out photos are great Mm -hmm. okay that's all I got for for lifestyle lifestyle All right, moving on to sports. So I know we said in our last podcast episode that we were going to bring the boys back, but Marco and Davis are out of town for the holidays. Sobs. (laughs) But we're going to do our best again for you guys to talk about the latest sports going on around campus. So starting off with women's soccer, the women's soccer team did play Mount Sac in the South Coast Conference Tournament on November 11th. We did talk about that the last episode, and that was their championship game. Unfortunately, they did lose. Um, Mount Sac scored five points, and our school scored five four so oh, we were really okay, close okay okay yeah I thought it was a five to zero moment oh no 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 okay we were right there yeah we were almost there um but Mount Sac did take the championship and uh I know that the women's soccer team they had a six win streak up until that game Oof. I know but they still did really good yeah good yeah. job girls okay for this next portion we're gonna have our bestie Matt come back on to talk about his story on esports go Matt uh hello I'm Matthew 
I'm the lifestyle opinion editor, and I did a story on the esports club at LBCC. Really, what I wanted to focus on is a club that is very like intense or what they're doing in it, but also like doesn't get a lot of recognition. It's very hard to find out about it. Mm-hmm. So, and it's their first season. I mean, they do a lot. Their teams are pretty good, and they're doing really good in the playoffs they're currently in. So it's a good thing to cover about it. So LBCC has their own team, right? Yes. So we have a couple of teams. There's a couple of different games that they play. Uh, there's Rainbow Six Siege. There's League of Legends. There's Valorant, and there's also Rocket League, which is a game about like cars playing soccer. Just kind of interesting. <laughs> cars um, land. That like. sounds so fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they do like uh, they like fly around, do a bunch of tricks and stuff on like the different little walls of the arena. But um, what I covered mostly was the League of Legends team and the Valorant team. The Valorant team actually had a big like tournament they got uh, were a part of at, called the Grim Cup. That was actually um, set up by the director of esports. That man's name is uh, Coach Gabe. Mm-hmm. He is, or he's currently, yeah, he currently is, um, the like leader of the esports program also at St. Bosco's, St. John Bosco's right down Bellflower. And they use the lab there as the esports lab for LBCC. Got it. So is uh, the esports program here, is it more of a club or is it more of like an official team? that the school is considering to be a sport? Um, well, that's kind of a, an interesting question. So when I ask most of the players and, like, the coaches, they say it is a sport to them. Okay. And, I mean, they put in the work for it to be a sport, but it also is a question that people can decide on their own. Right. And the coaches, do they are they coaches for, like, other sports, or is it just, like, this sport that they're a coach for? Um, interestingly enough, um, the coach Gabe, mm-hmm. the main guy, he used to be like a, he used to play like s- like professional soccer in like Europe for a bit. Whoa. Um, then he turned to be a soccer coach. Is he hired by the school? Um, I believe he's, I believe he's hired by the school. He, he talked with Randy Totorp, who's like the leader, he's like the athletics director at LBCC. Their visions kind of met up and, um, they kind of got to where we are at the esports program today. Got it. You're going to try out for one of the teams. Uh, I don't think I'm too good at uh, any competitive <laughs> sports, esports to do it. But, um, I mean, a lot of the players, um, they kind of tried it and found that they were pretty good at it and actually got mm. selected for it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. The future of sports. Mm-hmm. We're going to see scholarships for esports in the future. They're going to be like Wally. <laughs> like Wally? <laughs> <laughs> we're all just playing on our computers. Yeah, sitting in yeah, a but. mobile chair. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Matt, for your yeah, insight. No uh, check out the print edition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, plug the print edition, yeah, please. Yeah, the print edition is pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, and then we have one last one coming. Yeah, we do have one last one coming. Yeah, we might not continue it next semester. <laughs> so get your papers so, here. Yeah, yeah you can that, frame it and sell it in the a, future. It'll be a good sell in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Profits. All right, Matt, thank you again. Hopefully, we'll have you back soon. Yeah, hopefully, I mean. If I write another story for it. Matt loves this. I know. Yeah, I definitely love this. (laughs) He's like, I guess I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) All righty, everyone. Make sure you're following us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at LBCC Viking News. You can also check us out on Spotify and Apple Music under Vikings Talk. And our website, where you could read all of our journalist stories, is going to be lbccviking.com. Yeah, and click on the Lifestyles tab. Click on Podcast to find us there. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you guys soon. Happy holidays. Go Vikings! Vikings.